You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, I want to talk to you today about transdermal magnesium and how it pulls um, fluoride out from the brain and how it also pulls aluminum out from the body. So these two, I guess you could say, less known um, ideas um, are actually much bigger problem than we imagine. They are actually one of the biggest, um, I guess, zone endangering, um, two of the biggest zone endangering factors uh, in the body, like whole zones, whole parts, whole areas. Uh, being sabotaged by this fluoride and aluminum, um, which then we didn't diagnose as whatever else. But it's really just like we've the elasticity of the brain has been sabotaged by the fluoride, and the strength and of the structures in the body has been sabotaged by the endocrine disruption. Um, and the endocrine disruption does not just come from aluminum; it also comes from the soy-fed animals and the meats that we eat, um, the marbled meats and all of this kind of madness that we're moving into, you know. Um, this is all contributing to a lack of integrity and structure in the body, inflammation, and lack of, um, you know, more injury. Uh, I, I call it soy brain, which is like, you know, people swerving off the road and fluoride brain. And, you know, just like they've proven that all these, you know, fluoride can make, you know, animals uh, and humans much stupider over the time that it's coming into the body so they know how what it does to the synapses and and so this has been going on since the 50s huh so we're just now waking up to a old thing that's been happening to us we're just we're basically waking up to the to the harvest of all of that madness where you know by the time we wake up to realize that there's glyphosate in organic foods, it's in it's in all of our oats, it's in all these cereals and everything. By the time we wake up to it, it's been there for 20 years, you know. So we're very slow to rise, and um, so the magnesium is the only way to get this stuff out of the body. It's 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 the biggest deficiency in the world, and the most studied mineral in the world. But for some reason, people still see this magnesium oil as just another supplement. It's not. It's the master supplement. It's the one that does everything. It's the one that pulls the aluminum out, the fluoride out. It chelates the toxins. It chelates the heavy metals. It chelates the endocrine disruptors. It chelates the acid residues that cause aging and um, tissue destruction and other toxins that are in there. And it pulls that, chelates that, sticks to it and pulls it out through the sweat glands. That's what's happening in the body. Now, if there's not proper magnesium levels, then the body just keeps it in there. And so it keeps it in there, and it's never, um, you know, it just, we gain weight because the body tries to protect itself. The only way to dilute something in the body that you can't get out is through fat or water. So the body tries to add something around this toxin so where it can be at least safe if it's going to be stored in the body. So we need to get these things out of us, you know, and that's why there's all this sports fanaticism happening in L.A. and other places. It's because they're the most, 
uh, affected or, you know, not, it's not just that, that why LA over another place, but the sports madness is not just LA, right? It's everywhere. Like everywhere you go, it, people are becoming, you know, everybody's becoming sporty spice, you know, like everybody. So that's happening in a good way because we got to get this stuff out. But the bad side is that we shouldn't have to do 600 push-ups and de dedicate our whole life to the culture of the body and all of the the egotism that comes with that kind of myopic focus on life. Um, no place for the grace of healing and the, the spiritual side and the emotional healing and all these other types of things. Um, when we're just overly focused on our looks and our abs and whatever else. So physical courage is very easy to find in the modern world. It's almost mind blowing what people can do, but moral courage is very difficult to find. So, um, trying to, um, get the body to the state where it doesn't have to do 7,000 pushups to get anywhere with uh, getting this stuff out. And so the magnesium is the key to that because it's going to help the body to get it out naturally, you know? And so whenever you have a high form of magnesium, molecular purity, um, that, uh, that hasn't been solvent extracted, hasn't been chemically purified, which is 95% of the magnesium oil you'll find, no matter what they tell you. Um, especially they won't tell you in writing, you know, that it's not chemically purified. That's for sure. But this whole, you know, paradigm can shift because we're basically abandoning our traditions. Our ancestors would seek out these mineral rich, rich waters and they would seek out, you know, the origin of the bath culture in Greece was called Magnesia. So they were already on it, you know. The bath culture in England was in a place called Spa. Uh, no, Bath, sorry, B-A-T-H. And in Belgium, it was in Spa. So all of these words, Spa, Bath, Magnesia, they're all like showing us what this was all about, what this bathing was all about. This was about the mineral-rich waters, what's in those waters, and and especially magnesium. So we're trying to get that back now through something much more effective and local and easier to pull off. Um, so the transdermal magnesium is the way to do this. Um, so don't fall into cheaper substitutes. Don't try to find like, I found one for $2, this is perfect. Spend the money and do it right. It's the biggest efficiency in the world. It only takes two, three bottles to, to start chipping away at this deficiency for most people. You're at 50 bucks a year. You're at not even $3 a week if you wanted to do it year round. I mean, when you're at these numbers, do it right. Don't go for a cheaper, cheaper product. It's kind of like with eggs. You know, it's like, yeah, you can get eggs for three bucks for a dozen if you want. But, you know, spend nine bucks a dozen and get like amazing eggs, you know? And, you know, because eggs aren't expensive. So that's the place where you want to spend your money. That's the place where you don't want to be stupid. Like when it comes to eggs, butter, salt, milk, get the best you can. Don't get all this Himalayan salt, dry, crackly, white salt. Get, get away from that. Get Celtic salt, like very wet. That wetness is the iodine. You want that. You're getting ripped off from that. That way you have to buy all these crazy iodine salts because you, you've lost that wetness. It's out there. 
It doesn't cost a lot, you know, five bucks, you can change your whole salt paradigm and help feed your brain and your children's brains and get iodine into their diet in a natural way. All that for five bucks, you know, it doesn't cost much. It's the same with the eggs, the butter, the bread. Spend the money in the right way for these basic items. Um, even if you don't have money, even if you're poor, you can turn those up. There's always a way, you know, the gods aren't stupid. They've left many little paths for us who choose to be free and to find nutrition and stuff. There is paths. So we just have to be open to it. Um, and, uh, and you know, for some people, they may be able to afford to do things more often and others do things less often, but that's okay. They, as long as they're doing them, then they're already ahead of the game, you know? Um, you know, for example, a soy-fed chicken may cost, you know, 30% more than a non-soy-fed chicken, and you have to order it online, so you have to pay for shipping. So someone without money could probably do one of those a month, you know, and someone with a lot of money could do it, you know, every week, you know, whatever. So it's just, you know, but both cases, the um, some of the richness of those ligaments and all those things inside of that chicken um, the structural strength of that is going into the person. It's allowing for them to heal their own ligaments, their own bones, their own, you know, and without the soy. So without the harm, you know, do no harm, the first rule of medicine. So using the magnesium is like the most intelligent way to get a full spectrum detoxification of these things as you sweat, as you, you know, it heals other things too, you know, the cramps and the pains and inflammation. There's a lot of things it can touch on teeth very powerful hair and skin a lot of different things we can do with this but the key is to get these endocrine disruptors out of the body and you're not going to get them out if they come in plastic bottles cheap plastic bottles solvent extracted from asia to remarketed to look like it's from europe this is not going to help this is going to create you're going to bring that kind of oil into your body and it's going to bring more of those endocrine disruptors in instead of less it should have been doing the exact opposite, you know, the opposite effect. So do do it right, you know. Spend the 50 bucks a year and do it right. Uh, don't settle for the cheap stuff. And So, um, yeah, um, that's just number one. You know, get up your deficiencies. That's the key. The number one deficiency in the world is magnesium deficiency. The number two is vitamin D deficiency. Get them up. Now, how can you get them up? You vitamin D deficiency, cod liver oil, fermented, only the fermented kind. Don't get any other. Yes, you have to go online. You're not going to be able to find these in stores. So you have to find the most sacred versions of these foods. You can also add emu oil, but make it sure it's the oil. Both of these need to be the oil and not capsules. You don't even have to put them in the fridge because you can consume them within a month. You can leave them out as long as it's not too hot in your house or whatever. And... Um, and, you know, the fridge is not completely innocent. It does destroy things as well. Um, but, so, you know, like, you know, the K2, that's the emu oil. That's the other deficiency, which doesn't have to happen more. It's less daily type of deficiency, but it needs to be happen on a seasonal basis. We have to charge that. It's very important. Because the K, the A and the D, here's the problem with all these vitamin D supplementation, all this stuff, is that when the A and D are separate, um, which is like most of them, except for the fermented cod liver oil, et cetera, like there is a, you know, antagonism that can happen between A and D. The only thing that could come in and balance that antagonism 
would be um, uh, vitamin K2. K2 comes in and it's kind of like a harmonizer of that system. And so that allows for the antagonism between the limiting factor of one and the other to kind of fade out because the K2 comes in there and fills in all the spaces, if you will. Scientifically, it's much more complex, but that's kind of like a breakdown of it. So we need the K2 and we need the vitamin D and we need the vitamin A. You know, the retinol is in our liver. It's stored in our liver, just like magnesium is stored in the skin and so is vitamin D. Well, the liver stores the retinol. And the retinol is used to, to digest fats and and you know, it pulls out minerals and attaches them to fats and it helps us to digest things. So a lot of vegetarians are lacking in retinol if they're not careful. I mean, if they really follow the high quality, you know, dairy products and fermentation and high quality butter and high quality eggs and soy free and, and they're really t paying attention, then they can keep those up. But typically, the retinol suffers, and so the retinol has to be created. You can't just create it through beta-carotene, although beta-carotene is nice. You know, like fermented beet juice and, you know, the Russians with the beets and cream, the borscht and, and cream, and all these, like, red and white, the, the Jews with the salmon and lox, like all of these, you know, fish eggs uh, and, and, um, and cream, all these kind of coming together like that, this orange hue or whatever you want to call it, is... Uh, amazing form of retinol and beta carotene um depending if it's animal or vegetal or whatever so carrot juice even with cream is, is powerful you know it's like they they need each other to digest properly if you're just drinking carrot juice all the time it's just going right out the bottom you know it needs to stay in the body otherwise you haven't assimilated it so um that the cream helps with that so, and not just coconut cream. You need retinol cream. You need cream that has retinol in it. And so that's uh, some, part of the catch-22 with how to build the retinol in the body. You'll also get like this jolt of like red, like skin, kind of orange hue, like really nice look too whenever you have understood these principles. Um, so, yeah. Um, get your deficiencies up. Don't play around with that. I mean, I eat herring weekly. Like every week, that's a tradition. I go buy the whole fish at the Russian shop, cut it into little things and get it all like cute and then, you know, pour olive oil on it, make some potatoes, put those in the fridge too. And then I just stick those both in there and that's two meals, three, two to three meals right there per week of this herring because it's so essential, so important for vitamin D and for the calcium, the bones that are in the, the calcium that's in the bones. We eat those bones in herring. That's why herring is so important. So is sardines and the other guys if they're not deboned or whatever because we need to eat the small bones. Um, that's how we bring in calcium into the system, especially with the vitamin D that's so power-packed in herring. It's the richest form of that you can find. It's the way the Norwegians were able to get over all that depression syndrome of not having much sun and all that rain was the herring. That was the vitamin D. That was their outside-of-summer remedy. So they've lost a lot of their traditions, too. And... Um, these things need to be brought back in. And, uh, yeah, so shop around. Get these deficiencies up. And you're not getting them up if you're not doing it in a medical way, meaning it has to be repetitive. You know, you're you're eating these. This is a tradition. These are like weekly traditions. Some are monthly. Some are daily. There's different, 
you know, grades to it, but these are traditions. They have to be rituals or whatever they put in place, and then they stay. You know, it's kind of like broth. You know, broth needs to be a monthly tradition, 24-hour broth. Go buy a bunch of lamb parts. If you have to go to the Asian, uh, Asian market, get the veal foot, whatever you need. But get the parts that are not soy affected if you can. Like lamb. New Zealand lamb, you can usually find at Iranian market or different places that you'll find it. You just have to shop around and you'll get it. You know, they have it. Even frozen sometimes they have it. But, you know, frozen is not ideal, but it's better. It's the best. A frozen lamb from New Zealand is going to be much better than the freshest USDA prime steak for your health. Um, so in that order, um, keep the order right. So anyway, hopefully some of those solutions can help somebody. Thanks.